There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey. I have in my left hand the 4th of June 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. I'll say this to you now, Sam, before we begin. There is so much going on in this issue. There is mm. absolutely no way this is getting covered in one episode. Two episodes, possibly three, who knows? Wow. But I'm going to begin. It's, a, it's like a deep dive within a deep dive, mate. <laughs> Fuck, it is. They'll be deep diving the deep dive after this. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go straight to Roy's message which sometimes is valuable sometimes it's just uh, confusing a it's it just can filler. be confusing sometimes it's just filler hello and pals <laughs> how's it hanging <laughs> <laughs> not literally he I don't says, want to know about your little virgin willies disgusting anyway well <laughs> that's something else we'll come to later on but okay, right. hold, hold that thought for now he says in his Roy's message, "Hi, pals." <laughs> he says, "I like bringing you great news. Oh. Here's some more." <laughs> as from as from next week's issue, June eleventh, my story <laughs> will be over four pages. <laughs> We're getting more. We're getting more of the cunt. Fucking got more of it. Don't worry about that. I've realised all the other stories are shit. Four. He says, and it starts on the front cover. How about that? So the story's going to be three pages, really, isn't it? Because the front cover is never really that much well, of the story. What he seems get. to be saying is is that from now on, it'll be cover every week. Roy, Roy the Rovers is going to be on the cover every week, yeah. yeah. You're not going to get any other characters. You're not going to get some weird still of Danny McGrain from Celtic having a tussle with a St. Johnston fucking striker. Uh, the, the, all... the, the, the cunts upstairs have run the numbers and apparently no fucker buys it when any anyone else other than old racy boy here is on the cover. So <laughs> I said, it. fine, it's your fucking decision. I get paid either way. But if people want me, that's what people will get. I said, do I need to come in any earlier? They said, no, we've got David Skew. He'll just draw it all as per usual. I have said, though, that I will be renegotiating my contract, obviously. <laughs> obviously. If there is going to be more coverage of me. Of course. Uh, so he says, and it starts on the front cover. How about that? It'll be interesting to see what the what the response is. <laughs> Phenomenal, I hope. <laughs> the only response I am ever interested in, in any situation, to anything I do or say, is not a good response, not a fantastic response. The response should always be phenomenal. If it is not, I don't want to see it. If it's sub-phenomenal, I am not interested. <laughs> uh, he says, also, next week's issue, I'll be giving you details of my 1983 holiday special, which is due on sale very soon. Oh, I miss the holiday specials. Great part of the uh, summer mm. holidays, that. A bonus bumper issue. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, and then there's some other bits of admin, not really important, but yeah, four pages. <laughs> so, fuck knows how long it's going to take us to get through the thing from next week when it's been increased to four pages, but we'll uh, we'll try our best. Okay, going back to the front cover of this one, it's got Roy on the front again. Obviously, playing for Walford. Um, and he is about to receive <laughs> receive the ball from a teammate. It looks slightly scared. It says, heading for goal. And Roy is simply shouting, yes, Alan! <laughs> to his teammate, Alan. I don't know who Alan is. We, we haven't familiarised ourselves with these Walford players yet. But Roy wants the ball from Alan very badly. The opposition... Uh, I don't know who they are, but they're they're, they're wearing Germany kits. They're wearing yeah. the West Germany kit of 1982, I think. They are, aren't they? That looks really good, and they look a bit Germanic, especially that one in the middle. Um, so Alan is being uh, ordered to pass the ball to Roy, which he's going to do. It says, "Can Roy Race repeat the amazing goal-scoring feats of his debut match with Walford Rovers by thrashing Carford City as well?" That's not West Germany; it's Carford City. You can find out if this defence-splitting move leads to a first-minute goal on the colour pages inside. <clears throat> and we're also promised, sign please, Nigel Spink of Aston Villa, and also in colour, Jimmy Case's semi-final stunner, which was for Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah. It was uh, a free kick against Sheffield Wednesday. Right, we'll go into the story itself then. And then there's loads of other little bits of, of content from there around the comic that we'll try and get around to later on. Um, we might rather throw it all. Who knows? Whoa, wow. Fuck me. Look at this. Uh, it says... This is this is straight away. This is really good 80s estate agent content coming up, which I've got very high hopes for. I've only just clocked it, but there is a great 80s estate agent who Roy will be interacting with over the purchase of a house. And you can imagine what a demanding purchaser he's likely to be. So it says, following a bit of row with the Manchester directors, Roy had B- left... The row was bitter. That's the only word for it. <laughs> you got to put bitter in there. It was very bitter because very I important. am left... I, I am left with a bitter taste in my mouth. Uh, Roy had left to become player manager of Walford Rovers a few days later after Roy had turned on a tremendous performance in his first game for his new club and we are outside a massive house and we see Roy and Penny and the two kids are running around on the kind of forecourt of this house it's got well I mean it, it's it's huge there's two large rooms either side of the central doorway which has got uh, it's, it's got pillars either side of the front door to shelter from the rain and <laughs> um, massive windows in all the rooms it is fucking huge it's it's amazing it's a huge fuck off rig it's everyone's dream rig and uh, right you I want you to find me the biggest fucking house in Walford. And if it's occupied, do anything that is necessary <laughs> to encourage the current tenants to fuck off out of there. Coax them out. Smoke them out if you have to. Not with actual smoke. I don't want to smell in a smoke. Fuck's sake. Um, and Roy is saying to Penny, Well, Penny, what do you think of our new house? Um, she says, it's, it's very nice, Roy. Walford are really looking after you. 
So I guess what Walford, do they own this home? Have Walford bought the home for him? I don't know how this works. It does happen, doesn't it, with clubs? They it sometimes does. just own yeah. lots of properties. And they say, there you are, you live there now. Um, did the former Walford manager live in this? I don't know. Does oh, this, I hope not. Does this, does this house belong to Harvey Rawson? Is it one of Harvey Rawson's backup homes? Or is it's it where I take home? my whores. <laughs> <laughs> my painted whores. My painted whores. <clears throat> For my pleasure. The, the, when I need to relax, I take my painted horse there. And I must tell you, Roy, I may continue to do so after you and your family have moved in. <laughs> Luckily, it is a very large house, and I've had certain rooms soundproofed. I will give you 60 minutes' notice when I'm about to <laughs> attend. Fortunately, only one room in the house is furnished. That's the room I use, and it's furnished <laughs> with a four-poster bed and a bucket full of condoms. <laughs> ribbed, mind you, ribbed. <laughs> And a, a damp for her cloth. pleasure, and a damp cloth for sanitary purposes. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I have a clean of visits every day and replenish the dampened cloth. <laughs> so uh, it's the Rawson sex house, and um... you can use my sex house race. It's perfectly good. It just needs an airing from time to time. Good as new, apart from that one room, which is disgusting. Covered in, like my, covered in my seed. <laughs> Up the walls, on the curtains, even seeping <laughs> through the floorboards. <laughs> Any which way but loose. <laughs> I'm Have a you very seen that? man race. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I've heard enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just try not to bring any of your lasses back <laughs> when the kiddies are about... <laughs> Three words race, quantity, not quality. I think you're right. <laughs> I'll try to avoid the children, Roy, but you must understand, <laughs> I am a man of sudden urges. It's impossible to put a schedule on my sex drive. <laughs> it's unpredictable. It's volatile. Oh, but when the need descends upon me, I must fulfil it instantly. Sometimes and I'm a man of means. I'm a man of means who is used to having all of his urges catered for immediately. Sometimes I will storm into the house, but I will make my way quietly and briskly to the room. <laughs> Nothing for you to worry about. Just refer to me as Uncle Harvey when the children are around. They'll understand. <laughs> Uncle Harvey is here <laughs> with his young wife. Every- Everyone get in the basement for an hour. Uncle Harvey has arrived. <laughs> Weirdly, Uncle Harvey is the nickname <laughs> I've given my penis. <laughs> which could come in handy if they hear any shouting or yes. loud sexual pillow talk. It, it should could remove explain some a of lot. the potential confusion. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's Harvey's sex house. And uh, Penny, we see Penny. Penny's uh, cut her hair short. Oh, she? fucking hell. I thought that was the estate agent. That's oh, why that's I got Penny. excited. Penny looks like she's aged. Penny has had a a horrendous haircut, mate. I'm sorry to be judgmental. I'm sorry if you're listening, Penny. But that, and and I know at the time, it was, you know, it's 1983 and there was some fucking rascal hairstyles doing the rounds in 1983. Let's be honest, much as you and I love the 80s, some of the hairdos were fucking shit. And this is a shit haircut that she's had. You can hear it's, I'm almost angry about it, which is unreasonable of me, but it's just so disappointing. It's, it's one of those haircuts that says, I am not prepared to be your sexual plaything anymore within our relationship. Yeah. I am not mm. prepared to dress up for you anymore. Um, I am a I mother. mean, I don't even I know who to compare it to. 
I don't even uh, know. Ma- to compa- ma- uh, Myra Hindley. <laughs> no, because she had more of a like a backcombed no, number. No, when she was in prison. Oh, in the eighties, when she yeah. went, when she became a prison yeah. lesbian. Yeah, that's Myra Hindley. Mm. Prison Something lesbian hairstyle. That. Not that I've got anything against prison lesbians per se. I do have a lot against Myra. Do have a lot against Myra Hindley. I'm not afraid to say that. No, yeah, same here. I'm very much anti Myra Hindley. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, as Roy led the way into the house, (laughs) first thing he says, "This is great." First thing he says as they get in, he stands over in the corner of the big room with the fireplace in it, and he says, "We can put the telly over there." (laughs) <laughs> right right first things first. where are we going to put the telly it's going there right I'm off down I'm out now I've got to, I've got to nip back to Melchester for a couple of bits of business but I've said where I want the telly you lot can make the rest of the decisions uh, I've scuffed the carpet with me shoe where I want it right so just get it down there <laughs> later on and I want uh, as you know I want me lazy boy four foot back dead centre dead centre use the spirit level if you have to we can put the telly over there he says and then he says the set is just there and that wall is perfect for the unit (laughs) (laughs) the unit he's got a lot of opinions hasn't he he's got a unit (laughs) get the fucking unit brought in we didn't have a unit in 83 we had a sideboard hang on is he saying the unit that he keeps his VHS in and all that stuff or does he know. mean just a general living room know. unit where you keep your best crockery and glasses? That's what I'm thinking, something like that, but maybe it is. Yeah. A, like, like, a, a, like a dresser, a dresser. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's what I'm imagining. There's been no ev- evidence of a VHS recorder next to the Space Age telly before, which is odd. You'd think you'd have one by 1983. Maybe he's just Absolutely. bought one to go in the new house yeah. with his, all, his extra money. Um, I managed to get oh. hold of one of them video recorders and I've got a knockoff of Flashdance, which was only in the movies a couple of months ago. <laughs> but I'm thinking of having Blackie and some of the Melchester lads around for a housewarming. Sure, I haven't forgotten about them. Watch this fucking mucky film about a welder who dances in a sex club. They could, they could bring their tents to stay in the garden. They're not staying mm-hmm. in here. Um, I hear the music. Coming on, I feel rhythm. <laughs> Fucking what a song, Pen. <laughs> no, it's not for you, Pen. You wouldn't like the film; it would upset you. Especially <laughs> <laughs> new haircut you've got. It's very upsetting to someone like you. <clears throat> you it's stick confusing. to officer it's and a woman. gentleman. It's a woman doing a man's job. It's very confusing. <laughs> Don't want you getting ideas. The last thing I need is you fucking doing going and getting a job down at the welders. You know, Do you remember that haircut you put? Yeah, with that haircut, you'd probably have to stand off a chance as well. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. So it's a great film. Don't get me wrong. I love it, and I've spoken to Blackie, and he lives, loves it too. But I'm worried that with its growing popularity, it might encourage more women to seek out employment as welders. And that's not good for society. This country is a very delicately balanced ecosystem. (laughs) Everyone knows their place, and they fit in, and they play along. This film could cause anarchy. Anarchy in the UK, just like the Sex Pistols predicted. Just like those cunts predicted. I never liked them, but give them their due. Fair play, they weren't wrong. Yeah, they were quite prophetic. Because I'm, I'm expecting this film. It's that good. It could unleash havoc. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, <laughs> I spoke so to Blackie. This... Apparently, his missus has had an, a lesser haircut just like yours. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but Mrs. Thatcher better take action. Have you seen them lasses up at fucking Greenham Common? They're just the same. I don't know what the hell's happening in the world. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't you want a nuclear weapon? You need one. What I'll tell you, you what, Pen. Pen, I've, I've turned a blind eye to this hairdo, right? But I do not want to hear you fucking ever disparaging nuclear warfare. If that happens, then we're going to have to have a serious chat about the future of this marriage. <laughs> You know how, how dear to my heart nuclear warfare is. It is right? the future of it's warfare. It's the future. <laughs> right. the planet I'm very passionate about nuclear weapons. If the, if the planet happens to get decimated, so be it. It's God's will. It's God's will. God's got a plan for all of us. If God didn't want the planet to be obliterated, he wouldn't have invented <laughs> nuclear bombs, would he? I'll tell you what else God wants. God wants the telly over there. That can make it happen. So when the Russians attack, I can fucking see it live on my <laughs> I telly. Coming, I can see it coming over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, um, I'm having a bu- I'm having a bunker built, but Penn don't know about that. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, he wants the wall perfect for the unit. Uh, the kids are running around. Penny says, uh, yes, I suppose it is. And uh, Roy looks at her and says, you don't sound very enthusiastic, Penny. Don't you like the house or the area? Mm. <laughs> what do you think of the area? <laughs> what? <laughs> she says, no, it's, it's not that, Roy. I just don't want to move from all our friends and relatives. The don't kids. worry. If you're worried about diversity, wink, wink, <laughs> I've had it scoped out and we're fine. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Roy. Uh, I think you do. Don't worry about that. I've spoken to the council. Right. Uh, we've got a security gate as well, just in case belt and braces. Uh, I know there was all them riots down in Toxteth and uh, yeah, Brixton. Brixton all that. That don't worry. happen around here, don't it worry. Will, it will, I've checked it out and I've double-checked. It will not reach this house. This, this town is very much not coming like a ghost town, as they said. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Why must the youth fight amongst themselves? Good fucking question, but ultimately... I don't care about the answer as long as they don't do it outside my rig. <laughs> uh, she says, I just don't want to move from all our friends and relatives. The kids have only just settled into their new school too. Um, what's the story there? How come the kids are in a new school? <laughs> they've been living at Melchester forever. Oh, they're twins, aren't they? So they'll be going yeah. to a big school. Got, yeah. Yeah, or bigger school. I'm tired to tell what age they are. But, um, yeah, I thought, Roy, um, I thought the boy one went to a specialist school. I, yeah, we assumed he did. But then that's because that's the character we've created for him. He's not actually... There's no point sending that actually to school, to normal school. <laughs> He'll fucking wreck the place. He'll eat all the crayons. You're better off keeping him at home, time to something in the day when we're out. <laughs> leave, him with, leave him with a wooden spoon and a pan. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jalapeño. So they're leaving the house. Roy looks fucked off. She looks sad. Uh, there's a fella painting the uh, the window frames outside and he's having a bit of an earwig. Uh, and Roy says, well, why didn't you say so before? I thought you were looking forward to moving to Walford. <laughs> Admittedly, I, mean, I didn't once ask you anything. <laughs> I never consulted you on it at all. I just took <laughs> the money from Harvey. I assumed you'd fit in. I thought you'd just catch me up. Uh, so uh, she says, so did I, Roy. I, I'm sorry. So you yeah. fucking should be. Yeah, <laughs> you actually, you've made me mildly annoyed, which is the last thing I need. <laughs> I'm trying to run a football club and learn new players' names and systems and things. It's very difficult. <laughs> so he, he drives off at speed, which you can tell because there's like uh, dust blowing up from the driveway. It's an anger, anger drive. <laughs> anger dust. He says, yeah, he says, well, that's it then. I guess I'll just have to get used to travelling backwards and forwards between Walford and Melchester. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> so she doesn't like the massive house in Walford. The kids, they seem quite happy. It was late afternoon when they arrived back at Roy's house in Melchester. And he's pulling into the driveway and he's thinking, not a soul to greet me. In the old days, there were always a few autograph hunters hanging around outside. <laughs> I'm not happy about this at all. Uh, he's had his fucking ego bruised. Yeah. I'm just another regular Joe. Here I am, beeping Timmy. Like the, like the end fucking... of fucking... It's like the end of Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. I, asked, I asked for spaghetti and marinara sauce. They gave me egg noodles and ketchup. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, man, and then it says even the neighbours seem to be giving Roy the cold shoulder, in inverted commas, and the fucking cunt next door is trimming his hedge and ignoring Roy. <laughs> Roy's looking across. Oi, oi, cunt, say hello <laughs> then. Hey, do you want me autograph? Back. Hey, cunt, do you want me autograph or what? No, thank you, I'm more of a rugby man. Yeah, thought so. Fucking hopeless. You're right, Penny, this is a shithole. Come on, we're moving. <laughs> Where to, right? I don't know, but anywhere but this place. Anywhere. It's shit everywhere now. Don't like, you don't like the new house, I don't like this one anymore. I can't remember that cunt's name next door. She says, um, how long will you be staying, Roy? He says, just tonight, I'm afraid, we're playing at Carford on Saturday and I'll have to drive up there tomorrow and join the players at their hotel. Oh, it's all going wrong, isn't it? Fucking hell. Um, it says, uh, as Roy packed a few things for the trip, uh, <laughs> Roy Jr. says, Dad, when are you coming back to the Rovers? And uh, <laughs> what, what's the daughter called again? Royetta. <laughs> is it Melinda? I, I always forget, that's or it, Melissa Melinda. Or something? Oh, Mel oh, no, Diana's the baby. Where is the fucking baby anyway? Where's Diana the baby gone? Diana right. the old-faced baby. Where have you left the baby? <laughs> what? Fucking okay. hell, Pen. Is this to do with this new lesbianism thing you're into? <laughs> Did you sell the baby <laughs> to a commune? Um, uh, yeah, the, the daughter says, we don't like you play for Walford. He says, uh, well, uh, 
and he ushers them out of the room. Look at Roy's fucking blue cheesecloth shirt that he's got on. Yeah, I was noticing yeah. that. It's like a tablecloth, doesn't it? Yeah, very smart. Uh, she says, that's quite enough about football from you two. Anyway, it's time for time for bed. Say goodnight to your father. Good night, Dad. Roy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Jr., sleep now. Engage. Roy Hope, no more scary dream. Yeah, Roy I Jr. fucking do as well, because you fucking wake me up with that screaming. Roy Jr., shut body down. <laughs> yeah, must rest. Must rest. Time to sleep. Wake up tomorrow with renewed Roy. energy. Hunt wildebeest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, night, son. Fuck you now. <laughs> That's right, you shut your body down, son. Attack enemy camp at dawn. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fucking hell. Um, Sometimes I wonder whether Penny was having it off with fucking Charlie the Cat Carter behind me back. <laughs> so, uh, the following morning, as Roy left for Carford, uh, Penny's thinking. I don't like him playing for Walford either. But if Roy ever comes back again, it'll be his decision and not mine. Oh, so in the seed there that he might come back to Melchester. Of course he's going to come back to fucking Melchester. This is ridiculous. Uh, it was a long journey to Carford and Roy was still feeling the effects of it as he ran out on Saturday. He still feeling the effects of a car drive. <laughs> the day after. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, it's the Lampards in the crowd. Here's the man with the magic touch. Why didn't you come to Carford, Racy? Other one says, no chance, we couldn't afford him. You think, yeah, that's right. I'll get very well paid here. Uh, <laughs> Roy seemed impatient to get into the game. It's amazing how how he settled down so quickly, as if Melchester never existed. Aye, he doesn't seem to miss the Rovers at all. And there's the ball being passed across. Uh, Roy gives it back. Uh, reverse pass! And as he does it, <laughs> Roy shouts, yes, Alan. Watch it, Carford. Race is looking for a quick goal. And um, the ball comes back to him, as it does on the front cover, but he puts it over the bar. And he thinks, useless. Oh, no, he doesn't think that. No, no, he does. Useless. He pushed it too far. Fucking hell, Alan. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got under the ball. Oh, and he does. He does have a go at him. Yeah, an irritated, Alan, yell, an irritated yell rang across the pitch. What the heck did you call that? Shields, Alan Shields, that's his name. Alan Shields. Don't you even know how to pass the ball properly? Fucking hell! That is Whoa. fucking harsh in front of everyone. And Roy's face is going red as well. Look how cross he is. I will um, fucking end you. I will end your career. I will end your family's career. I will have you fucking hounded out of town. <laughs> I will put your teeth down your fucking throat here and now heck listen to that only a second game for Walford and Race is treating his players like a bunch of kids fucking hell so there it is and uh, it says as from next week the comics number one story covers four pages which that's what we've got to look forward to next time I think we will get through everything wow. that's in this one uh, what was the the next bit? Ah, yes, in the Roy Race talking, there's a couple of things. First one, uh, it's called Birthday Bonus. This is quite unsettling, but I'll read it out. 
Uh, I'm repeating an important piece I put into last week's talking. Starting with the issue dated July 16th. Each week I'll be printing a birthday of the week winner. If you have a birthday from the date I've mentioned onwards, send it to Talking, and what I'll be doing is selecting six out of the hat and electing one for a £3 price. So, half a dozen names and towns will what? be published every week. I'm so week. confused by this. It's complicated. Uh, it's fucking simple. Keep up. Great news if you're looking to read more names of towns in the comic. <laughs> Half a dozen names and towns will be published every week with one being a winner. Don't miss this opportunity to get your name in Royal the Rovers. Also, this is where it gets a bit off. I want photographs of readers in football gear. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> or gymnastics oh. gear, either. Oh, God. Plus, you telling me a little about the position you play in and how your team did during the season just finished. The best photos and letters combined will appear in Talking. It's another great chance to earn extra pocket money. I look forward to hearing from you and seeing all those super photos. <laughs> what I'm saying here is I am trying to solicit photographs of children in sportswear in exchange for money. <laughs> <laughs> Get moving, pals. Don't miss out. Don't be disappointed. Thumbs up, etc., etc. <laughs> Get the pictures over pronto. Don't fuck me about. All the best, your pal, Roy. They're not for me, you understand. Uh, I've Uh, got a little side business where I redistribute them, let's say, to a certain community uh, of specialists. Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see if that that takes off. Um, And then... I I know we'll probably cover it next week, but have you still got time to look at Mark Chamberlain, a wonderful, wonderful picture of Stoke City and England winger Mark Chamberlain? Yeah, I do. I was curious about how that was uh, suggested and they came up with it. It's Mark Chamberlain, and he is uh, kind of behind a, a display of daffodils. And he looks, he's, he's kind of like on all fours. He looks like he's about to devour the daffodils almost. <laughs> but he's got a great big smile on his face. And I don't know who would have suggested that. Now, Mark, if you just come over. Tell you what, Mark, see these daffodils over here? If you could just yeah. get behind them, that had a lovely splash of yellow uh, yeah. and the green grass and everything. Oh, it's going to be a black and white. Oh, well, never mind. But, well, never uh, mind. Yeah. Tell you what, tell, pretend you're a big lion. Mark, and you're going to eat these daffodils up for your dinner. He's like, fucking hell, I don't really have time for this, to be honest. Come on, Mark, don't be difficult. All we want is a picture with you with some daffodils. That's what the readers want, Mark. And it's the readers who you owe your fucking living to. It's very strange. And it says there on the company in question, everything in the garden is rosy for Stoke City and England winger Mark Chamberlain. Um, So there we are. Oh, there's a, there's a complicated question for you. Just over a year ago, Mark was playing fourth division football with Port Vale, mm. who were featured in last week's talking. Which former international, now a knight, once managed Port Vale? Do you know that? Oh, a knight as in a Sir, sir Knight As in John a Sir, someone. yeah. Like uh, Sir Gavin Williamson. I'm going to guess that is Bobby Charlton. Incorrect. I don't think Bobby Charlton was actually a Sir at that time, but uh, I'll tell you the answer. Yeah. Stanley Matthews. 
Sammy Matthews yeah. managed Port Vale, but he yeah. played for Stoke City, and the Potteries rivalry is one of the most intense and fiery in the country, mate. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I would do a deep dive. I didn't know that. Before. That's that. That's fucking <clears throat> huge, isn't it? I didn't know either. I didn't know either. But it's uh, yeah, it's 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 big. Uh, back to the talking page. There is a thing called Rovers Chart. It says from Kingsheath, Birmingham. Robert Preddy says, "I am writing about the stories in your comic." I've compiled a chart to tell you what I think of them. Oh my God, this This is amazing. This This is so the sort of thing that Len would do. And he's given each story, (laughs) he's given each story, marks out a 20 for some reason for idea, storyline and artwork. Three categories, possible total of 60 points. And we'll read them from the top, the total points. Daryl's Palace, 59 points. Roy (laughs) of the Rovers, 58 points. Fuck the Marx Brothers, 58 points. Tommy's Troubles, 57 points. Who is Arrow, 57 points. This cunt really likes this comic, doesn't he? Yeah. Mighty Mouse, 55 points. The Hard Man, 48 points. Big drop. Wheelchair Wonder, 19 points. <laughs> he is absolutely... He's got no... There is no element of sentimentality... Right or compassion <laughs> for the fact that it's about a disabled footballer, yeah. uh, and and he and he, you know, he's got no interest in being politically correct. He's gone. Whereas Jarelli's Palace, his favourite show, has been marked twenty for idea, twenty for storyline, and nineteen for artwork. So almost a, the perfect score. Mm. Wheelchair Wonder has been given eight out of twenty as an idea. Shit idea. Uh, Storyline, even worse, six. They couldn't even salvage it with that. Artwork, it's probably fucking good illustration. No, five. That's the thing I hate the most. The fucking drawings are crap. Robert Preddy. And then he says, as you can see by the marks, I think Wheelchair Wonder's rubbish. Fucking hell, mate. What is it? Who does this and sends it in and thinks it's going to get printed? And it does get printed. And it printed. does. And it's given a huge amount of space. So that makes me think <clears throat> that someone at Roy of the Rovers wanted Wheelchair Wonder out. Because um, Maybe. I think, yeah. but I'm not certain, that a lot of these things were contributed by effectively freelancers, right? Yeah. And imagine if you were the person who wrote or illustrated Wheelchair Wonder and you saw that. I mean, mm. you would be really devastated. Be good, Not just He's that probably... someone had written it in, but that the magazine had decided to devote so much space. That is a public humiliation. He's probably he's probably already working his three months' notice, and then there'll be some gardening leave on top of that. So he probably already knows. Is this propaganda? They're just softening up the readers for the, the eventual I demise think they of must, Wheelchair Wonder. I think they must have hated the person. I, I, I think Wheelchair Wonder has got six weeks at most before it's gone. Listen to what um, Roy says. What does Roy say underneath? He says, I would have been interested to know how you arrived at your marking system, Robert. <laughs> Especially given that I only got 58 out of 60. He says, nevertheless, <laughs> the statistics are worth printing and looking at from time to time. <laughs> I will return to these statistics some other point. For now, <laughs> fuck hell. off. It doesn't <laughs> no sound in the least bit scientific. It's just your fucking shit-ass subjective opinion, which I'm not interested in. There is no money for you, but if you send in a photograph of yourself in a tracksuit, you might have a fighting chance of getting three quid. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or if it's your birthday soon. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, leave me alone. 
Yours, your pal Roy. And there's a very Lampardy phone call of the week as well from Kevin Vorley. Uh, Roy says, Kevin lives in Seven Kings, Essex, and said, I'm 14 and I think your comic is fabulous. I've been reading it for about six months, and at 18p, it's worth it. It's the best I've ever read. Uh-huh. Uh, my two favourite stories are The Hard Man and Durrell's Palace. Hmm, interesting. The Hard Man makes me laugh. It's gigglish and zany. Who is this cunt? Uh, Daryl's <laughs> Palace helps me to understand more the problems of lower division clubs. Oh, fucking hell, whatever. Um, <laughs> I've got the super snap pictures all over my walls and all my friends comment on how nice they look. They certainly brighten the place up a bit. Jesus fucking Christ. I do hope my phone call is published because I want to attract new readers to your great comic. I don't know well, how that's, that's, that's going to fucking work. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to happen, but whatever. I wish I'd known about Royler over sooner. Now I know what I've been missing. Uh, a first-class call, Kevin. You have deservedly won for yourself £3. Spend it wisely. Maybe buy yourself a new pair of football shorts and then send me a picture of yourself in them. <laughs> Double your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So that is, uh, yeah, we did get through all that. We didn't get sidetracked at all by other things, I think. No, but it was just so much good content. We didn't we have got, to. We simply had to get through it, and we did. So and we didn't that. even get to mention, did you mention that Nigel Spink was this week's um, sign, please? It said on the front cover, yeah, Nigel yeah, Spink. Ni- Nigel Spink, N- Nigel Spunk of Aston Villa. <laughs> uh, great, great keeper, great name. There he is. You want to see there it is. Yeah, look, look, he's okay. doing a bit of a funny face, isn't he? There, he's doing he a uh, uh, yeah. face. Very politically incorrect. That's yeah, that apologies. one. So next week, next week, it's the beginning of the four-page uh, Roy of the Rovers. So more, more to, to get through. To. Yeah. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.